Welcome to C-Suite Radio. It's time for another edition of The Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me! Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, it felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. Brett Allen here, and we are wrapping up our interviews for the year. This is the last one before the holidays. Christmas is upon us. New Year's, it's crazy how fast time goes. But we have a very special guest as I live and breathe. We're talking to pop icon, artist, musician, storyteller, Tiffany. I can't believe it. This is so wild. Very meta. Thank you for your time. Well, thank you. Sorry, I'm in my van. We're traveling today for the holidays, so going from Nashville to Kentucky, uh, so delivering presents and things. So it's been a whirlwind of Christmas in my family uh, lately because we have early Christmases because everybody gets on and does other things. So it's, uh, yes, I'm Christmas up in this wonderful van. <laughs> so thank you for making the time with me today, for sure. And, you know, it's the glamorous puffy jacket on because it is freezing right now out here. So I hear warmer weather's coming for Christmas, but right now it's freezing beforehand. So whatever, you roll with it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm in Colorado, so I'm used to the cold. Um, yeah. I, I was in the Bay Area for years, Sacramento, Vacaville area. I know you're from Norwalk originally. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it's that kind of vibe. Well, your song Angels All Around has been on repeat uh, for me and my nine-year-old, just listening to it, getting into the spirit, but I have introduced him to your music. I played him the remix of I Think We're Alone Now, and he likes it. But the question he always has is, why is she alone? And maybe <laughs> she needs friends the, from the babes, mouth of babes, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, I get it. You know, it's uh, the song Angels All Around was really written to the girl that sings I Think We're Alone Now in a weird way. When we were going through COVID, people were reaching out to me going, I know you sing that song, but I feel really alone. <laughs> like, And it was like an ongoing joke. So the new single, the new Christmas single, Angels All Around, is kind of written from that, I don't want to say joke, because it opened the door to a lot of people start to really talk about how they felt, scared, afraid. And that led into something beautiful like Angels All Around telling my story and how I felt and holding on to hope. And, you know, like sunsets and early dawns is one of the lyrics in the song. And I was up all the time. I couldn't totally sleep. So, you know, I mean, it's a funny thing how many times I think we're alone now rolls into something else. Uh, we got the Children Behave shirts on TiffanyTunes.com if anybody's interested. Uh, all things Tiff World there. But, you know, we try to have fun with it. Um, of course, we have our like pride colors and we have our black and white blocked retro. And I just I, I do some different stuff. But that song in itself has just, you know, continued to have a life of its own. I love that he loves it. Um, you know, we, we'll have to learn some of the moves. You know, that was old school 80s. There was something fun about the 80s, too. It, it, there is something fun about that song in particular. It just does go down to generation to generation. And I'm very grateful 
Uh, but there's something fun about it. So I can't really put my finger on it. I think a lot of it is 80s music. Hopefully you're telling him about 80s Oh, yeah. Well, I'm 49. So, yeah, he's definitely been indoctrinated. It's interesting because this is how things work. Because since we started the show, having you on has always been on our list. And then I've worked with your publicist, Brian, for a long time. And he posted something about working with you. And I was like, dude. Can we get her on the show? Uh, it would be the perfect way to wrap up the year. But I was talking to just, I have a point here. I do promise Mark Summers of the Double Dare Decades. And we were talking about this era in the 80s and 90s of these mall tours where shows would go to malls and performers would go to malls. And you and your, uh, as it's in your bio, your pop, uh, I, I don't, not enemy, but sort of your arc archetype debbie gibson you guys did all these things you know and you were everywhere um and it's crazy how your career uh well it's not crazy it's it's phenomenal actually how your career and all these things have just really sustained the test of time and you're still putting out music and you're still doing all these wonderful things you mentioned this idea of these songs sort of having their life of their own how do you like process that like just the fact that a lot of this music, even the current stuff, is it all just, it's so popular. It's crazy to think about the fact, the amount of success that you've had. It's its amazing, I think. Thank you. Well, I mean, you know, it's crazy for me to think about, yeah, like how long it's been going on over 30 years, but that I'm doing, you know, I feel like some of my best music right now, again, TiffanyTunes.com, everybody, you know, yes. Shadows is totally more rock retro kind of sound and i'm gonna keep it there i worked really hard to get that like sound so you know looking forward to some new music eventually um but angels all around as a songwriter this is something that i've wanted to do is write a christmas song so you know i'm taking off the boxes of excitement and good things and longevity and you know how i've seen in the game and i think more than anything i'm very you know kind of proud from my music, my fans, growing into other things with me, like Let's Food with Tiffany and Chefing and cookbooks. And I get us into all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you really do. You, I mean, I think during COVID times, you know, you really like doubled down and took advantage of that opportunity. And I think as an artist, you have to do that. You have to really not rebrand, but just continue to maintain the relevance and really you've got the cooking and the new music and things like that. So when you're writing music these days, where do you start? Where is the beginning, the middle and the end, particularly your most recent album and this Christmas song? Like what is your process to create? Well, I mean, the you know, it, it, usually it comes from my experiences, you know, what's in my heart at the time or what I want to say. It's a personal record where, or a song, you know, that I'm living through or trying to recoup from. I call it my therapy. Uh, you know, then it just kind of it starts to flow out of you. If it's something like angels, angels all around, uh, you know, I the lines that have can as I was connecting the dots, how I was connecting to that song just rolled out. But you know, again, I didn't want it to be something that was so sad. I had a lot of people messaging me in COVID and they were like, I really feel alone. Like, I know you're the girl that sings, I think, for a long now, but like, I really, you know, I'm not 
I'm not doing well, you know? So it came from all of these fragile stories to roll it into something where it wasn't like sloughed off, you know, well, there's angels all around, just be okay with it. You know, it's, we wanted to write those choruses where they really stuck with you. They said something to you. And I think we did that. Margie Hauser, my co-writer was amazing. We just, you know, we both look at each other. Well, all three of us, Mark Alberici, Margie, you know, we all look at each other and go, that's it, but that's not it. We could go deeper. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I think, again, it was some of those lines were just things that people had said to me. So, you know, as a songwriter, I think really it's listening and then being uh, transparent and just, you know, kind of letting it be a truth teller, whatever it is, a storyteller. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, well, that's what you are at the core as a storyteller, right? I mean, you write music, you produce, you do all these things, but storytelling is really what it comes down to. And I think that's why people connect with you is because you are telling stories. Again, the current music, uh, the Christmas song, it's just, it's so pretty. I mean, we've just had it going Thank constantly. You. Very true. Very true. I really do mean it. So when people meet you, other artists or people who are starting or wanting to start, do you often get solicited for advice about that? Because I know when you began, it was a different time and things were just done differently. Like you were yeah. almost like thrust into it unwittingly. And you talk about the fact that your family, you just didn't know, like it was all right. happening so fast. Yeah. I didn't really have anybody to draw from. Um, and my manager, that was about it, but you know, it was a little different of a relationship. So for as far as parenting or somebody that was guiding me in the music industry, no, I didn't have any, you know, my parents had difficulties in their marriage and there was alcoholism. So there was a lot of chaos in my home. So, you know, I just kind of was, I don't want to say thrusted into the music industry. I wanted to go, yeah. but it just started to line up and happen. Um, and I don't think anybody was really prepared for that. I don't know if you can ever really be prepared for that. But as a kid, I just kind of rolled with it and got on planes and went to the next adventure, you know. And um, it did become a little, you know, harder, like navigating the success. And then like anyone, I don't know if it was just an age thing, but in any career, you know, you're only as good as, you know, your last success. And then right. people are like, what are you going to do now? You know, and then if you don't do something that's amazing and great, which is kind of hard a little bit, you know, especially then the numbers that, you know, need, you needed to qualify to get a platinum record were very impressive. Now it's like it's, you know, it's watered down. I think it's a number one album's like 5,000 copies or something like that. So, you know, it's different. It's a different time. Not that that's bad. I still appreciate the system, but it's different. So, you know, that was really something to brag about. But I also think that it was real organic people who loved you and the fan. And I'm really proud that I've been able to take those people with me from the mall tour, just rocking it into other things like Radical Reds, my clothing online business, <laughs> excuse me, business to um, do Let's Food, to, you know, to free tunes, to new music, to all of it. So I'm glad I'm not singing today because obviously <laughs> you're funny. Well, I, I again, air, this is the glamour part of life. You know, there's always the Tiffany stuff and then there's the Tiffany stuff. So we lost our heating and air the other night. We were sleeping in bed and all of a sudden like this terrible smell happened. So 
thank God though, nothing major, but you know, all, all of these things are stories. I'll probably write about the fear I had about that. So, but it's been cold up in my house. That's why we went decided to go to Kentucky and <laughs> stay warm a little bit. Yeah. And use somebody else's heat, to be frankly. <laughs> I love it. Well, tis the season, I guess. So when you meet fans, do they when you see them, are you able to gauge pretty quickly what sect in life they know you from? Whether it's from the early eighties to like things that you're working on now, uh, to the person well, Yeah, I mean, I meet a lot of people now. And they're, you know, they're connecting with me on the new music or the new experiences, which is very cool. I yeah. love that. And then, uh, you know, the old school stuff, it's, it just is always woven in there, really, you know, from when I sing, I think we're alone now, the connection there, that everybody goes crazy to, you know, backstage meet and greets where we're talking about, you know, fun, funny moments in the eighties, or maybe previously meeting somebody before the mall tour. Oh, you know, I get asked a lot of questions about the eighties, obviously. So people come backstage and that's what I love about live shows um, and, and variations of live shows that I do. And, you know, we just, I get to talk to people. I get to hear their stories again and, you know, and then go on and write those tales or those those impressions on me because uh, you know that's my time to like really find out what the fan is thinking what what they like what they don't want to like you know all that kind of stuff so and i plan to do more of those things uh in the new year we've got a lot of really cool stuff planned in team tf so it just shaking it up a little bit you know changing it it's like the industry has changed so much but if you embrace it in certain ways you can mold it to be what you kind of want to do now so it's just finding that and then finding what you think is successful on that level. So that's what I'm doing, you know, and, uh, but as long as you're having a good time along the way, that's, there you go. That's the battle. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have embraced it quite well because when you started, there was no social media, there was no TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, none of that stuff, you know, and you mentioned something very interesting. I want to tap on as we wrap up here. I know you're quite busy is the idea of just the organic fan base that you've built over time. You know what I'm saying? Like it was word of mouth. It was sitting up waiting for your song to be played or any song to be played that you did on the radio and hitting record on my boom box to capture that, you know, or going out and buying cassette tapes. I mean, the eighties were just such an iconic time. I, I, I for anybody listening or watching that has experienced this in real time, you know what I'm talking about, but if it's been through a television show or something, uh, you just don't get it because your career has been iconic for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Very well, true. I'm very grateful. And I mean, I, I think, you know, I just keep going. That's the point. Like I was like, I was given this platform and I love what I, I've never had a plan B and I'm just going to keep doing other things that I want to do and engaging with fans and making new fans. So that's kind of been the plan, you know, being around great people and being grateful for that. that. And, uh, you know, now I'm again, venturing into other stuff. So, you know, that's, that's really, it's been a, a wonderful gift to be able to take all my original fans and kind of grow up with them, still have that reminiscence there and that bond but also to be open-minded because everybody's listening to new music as well uh, to kind of fit into that new music slot that they're like, I really like it. I'm like, well, thank you. Yeah, you know, I really do. Yeah, I get it. You know, you love people for certain things 
And then when they do new things, you're like, ah, it's not as great as it. But if it is, that's the real challenge, you know, and people go, I didn't expect this. Sometimes I think I'm listening to like an 80s song, a little bit like very modern, it's like a modern take. And I was like, aha, that we would, that was strategic. We planned very hard on that. <laughs> so I always call my stuff, like my new stuff, like kind of rock retro, you know, cause it's got that eighties flair to it with a very modern production sound to it. So come see a fifth show. If you haven't uh, next year, we'll be, few and far here in America, but definitely UK. And I start to break into Europe again. So after many years, so I'm very excited, but I do have TIFF takeovers and we do one-offs and there's, I'm always doing some kind of live music throughout the year. Well, if you're ever in Colorado, I'm down to come see you. I mean, I saw you on the mixtape tour and then I've saw you somewhere in the eighties, nineties ish. I think my parents took me to your show. Um, but yes, well, we've got the new music. We've got angels all around. Everything is at Tiff Tunes. Where, where else can they connect with you on social media and get on all, all the things? social media for sure. Definitely uh, Tiffany underscore tunes uh, on Instagram and of course, Facebook. And the best thing to do really is go to tiffanytunes.com though, because it takes you all my socials. You get to hear some music, see all the cool merch and just kind of get connected with everything I'm doing uh, I do a cooking club as well. Let's do with Tiffany from my home. So a whole different side of me, more personable. You always get a little music there. Uh, so, you know, it's just a whole different way for me to engage with a fan and kind of just relax a little bit, you know? So yeah, come follow me in my travels as well. Yes. And we are just a few days away from Christmas. So appropriately said children behave <laughs> because yes. Santa is coming and uh, Tiffany, this has been a pleasure. I really do mean it. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care. <laughs>